The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. Jean, how are you today? I am doing okay today, Elizabeth, and how are you? I'm good. Tell me what you had for lunch. <laughs> Have we ran out of things to talk about? Is that is that what it is? I had lunch. I, we talked about a few episodes ago about some of my favorite moments of, uh, of in our in our 50 years of doing this on the Hartford podcast. <laughs> 50 episodes. And, oh, sorry, 50 episodes. And um, it's always going to the Hartford cafeteria. And just today, oh, so I had good. a delicious <laughs> salad at the Hartford cafeteria. That's great. Yes, it was fantastic. So for any of you, if you're ever visiting... Hartford, Connecticut. You have to stop by this. It's a it's a beautiful place, the Hartford Corporate <laughs> Complex. We have two Starbucks. Yes, there is Starbucks in here as well. Okay. Today we're talking about a very, very serious topic. Social media marketing. Yes. <laughs> it's very serious for a lot of small businesses because if they're gonna spend money on something, they want to make sure it's impactful. Yes. So after the break, we will be talking about where to get started with social media marketing. Would you like for your next major business purchase to be paid for by credit card rewards points? Learn how you might be able to do that in Small Biz Ahead's new ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Business Credit Cards. In this free ebook, you'll learn how you can rack up rewards points for your next major business purchase or personal vacation, how you can use business credit cards so they won't affect your personal credit, and even how to keep employees from using their work credit cards for personal use. Just head over to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to get your free ebook today. Our question today comes from Stephen in Hawaii. Well, that's very nice. Yes. What's Stephen doing there? I'd like to be in Hawaii. You ever been to Hawaii? No. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. I went to Hawaii for a day. Why? That's the only time I spoke there. And I arrived like on a Tuesday, spoke like Wednesday morning, and then I left. And then that's, and I traveled, it took me 18 days to get there. I mean, I remember I traveled, like I did like three connects. It was like, it was a thing. People wanted me to come out and speak somewhere. And that's what I did. And it was a, uh, uh, but for the day that I was there, it was absolutely beautiful. I'd like to go back. So why didn't you just extend it? (laughs) Cause I have a business to run. So I like, I had to like do that and I had to get back because I like stuff I got to do. All right, fine. Okay. So here's Steven's question. I create balloon crafts for parties, animals, arches, sculptures, just as a side gig. I rely mostly on word of mouth marketing. Hmm. If I want to get into social media marketing, where would I start? Word of mouth for a business like that is obviously going to be your number one marketing vehicle. It is. It is. And by the way, I think... um, in my opinion, uh, you know, he wants to get into social media marketing. Um, when you're in like a business of his size, just him, and he does like balloon crafts and he does parties and all that kind of stuff, I think he hit it right on the head. Like if I was, if he was right here in front of me, I'd be like, dude, why would you even, why you, you've got limited time and resources. Should you even be social media more? You can't do it all, right? You can't do it all. Yeah. So if this is a side gig, but let's say he wants to, um, build this into like his, his main gig. Okay. Like his number well, th- one business. That's a different story. But even if he wanted to build it into his main gig, you know, people like ignore, like you get all caught up in the romance of social media. If you're doing a local service, here's a guy that's doing balloon animals for parties yeah. in his local area. Right. That's like, 
very localized. That's yeah. like, you know, remember social media is for like national and international. He's not going to be doing balloon animals at a party, you know, and where's he from again? Is he from uh, Hawaii? Hawaii. I mean, right. right. He's certainly not going to be going. He's stuck in Hawaii. Yeah. Right. So what he needs to do is become you know fairly well known within his community. The fact that he's getting references or referrals and all that, that's absolutely yeah. enormous. I, rather than that, I would probably be spending, you know, my marketing money on postcards, believe it or not, old school. Really? Yeah. Old school, like, like direct mails to, um, you know, party stores, um, youth organizations, you know, schools, letting them know that, you know, I'm out there and I provide this kind of service. That gets looked at, I think, a lot more. Of course, I would have a website that people can go to. Definitely a website. Right. And then I would probably, rather than social media, I think, and again, correct me if you think I'm, I'm wrong here, um, Elizabeth, is that I would probably be investing in Google AdWords um, localized for my area so that when people think about it, say you're running a party and you want some entertainment for your kid's party. Right. There is some people are going to say like, hey, Elizabeth, who did you have at your kid's party or whatever? So that's where yeah. the references come from. But I think some people will go in and they're, they're going to Google, you know, yeah. you know, party entertainment, kids party entertainment. So, you know, he would want to be found doing that. Um, you know, yes, of course, you know, having a Facebook page or being active on Twitter, that could all be good. But um, I, I would like that would be like lower down on on my my marketing arsenal, I guess, um, if I was in that specific business. Does that make sense? Yes. So you're saying direct marketing via postcards. Yeah. I really website. do. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know I say this, I probably sound like a broken record, but you can just have a really simple website. Yeah, of course. Don't, don't, don't pay someone $10,000 to put together a website for you. You can just set one up on Wix or Squarespace. If you are going to get into social media marketing, first of all, Gene, do you consider Yelp to be I, social media I was marketing? just going to say Yelp would be my first okay, place that I would yeah. go. It would be some type of a directory service, some type of a review place like Yelp um, is where I would be very active in and asking my customers to leave customer reviews and all that kind of stuff. By the way, the other thing is I know it's silly, but there's, again, people ignore the sort of grassroots. If you're going to do a party, like a balloon animal business, think of something you can give away for free or hold a raffle or something like that. So remember the kids that are coming to this party all have birthdays themselves. Yep. So what you want to do is you'd like to get the information of those party you know, kids that are coming there, particularly their parents, yeah. so that you can reach out to their parents with, again, with a postcard or a message saying, hey, you know, or even the person that hires you saying, listen, if you can refer me to a friend, um, um, I give out a, you know, a $20 gift card or something like that. Yeah, you work that idea. network of parents. I mean, every party that you do that has 20 kids, that's 20 prospects at that one party. Yeah. And what about entering like those community events? We really think about community marketing. Like, let's say some charity is having like a silent auction. Like you love that donate. Like I will do an arch for your garden wedding or something. Absolutely right. And you talk about the balloon animals, you know, look at um, churches or synagogues or community centers that are doing their own affairs and say, you know what? Um, I'd be happy to come on over and do balloon animals for you guys for free. How about if I come to your elementary school and do like a, a balloon animal class, you know, for your students? Completely free. It's completely fine. Because then people remember that stuff. And yeah. for every free thing that you do, hopefully you'll get, you know, five or ten leads out of it. So, you know, social media marketing is great. 
But we've talked about this before. It depends on your business, depends on where your audience is, depends on your budget, you know, and your resources. And um, because in the world of social media marketing now, it's pay to play. It is. Yeah, you really need to be what Gene means by that is you have to be you have to have a budget. Like you've got to put some money behind that. So if you do want to get into social media marketing, if you want to dip your toe into that, since you're creating um, really visual products like these balloon animals, or he also does arches and sculptures. um, If you really want to get into social media marketing, I would suggest Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Because Instagram is very visual. And if you can get some, you know, beautiful pictures or images... That would go a long way. Agreed. You can just do a couple like organic posts a week of like, you know, I just worked on this wonderful person's, you know, engagement party or something. And here's what the sculptures looked like. Um, And the other thing you could do is create an email list. Mm -hmm. I don't know if people want to hear from you that often, but you know when the popular times of year for big events are. You can always send out an email, you know in november saying right. like book me now for your holiday parties that type of thing i like again the postcards print place vista print those are really great services um they cost you know maybe a buck a card and if you do that twice a year to a list of 500 people it's a thousand dollars that you're going to spend um and i think you know even more so than email you know the postcard comes in the mail you know, people get the mail still. Yeah. They see it sitting on the kitchen table. They, they hang it up on the refrigerator because it's something. Yeah, you know, we got a birthday coming up yeah. and Do not might want to use this letter. guy. You definitely yeah. want to send a postcard. A nice postcard with like a funny balloon animal on it. You can yeah. get very, you can get pretty creative with that. Okay. And I've included the links to um, the services that Gene mentioned in the show notes. And we will be right back with our word of brilliance. Cool. Did you know that more than half of the small and mid-sized businesses that fall victim to a data breach close within six months? It's true. And it's not just big businesses that are targets for data breaches. Small businesses are actually more likely target because of their lower security. Luckily, Small Biz Ahead has you covered. Our new ebook, How to Safeguard Your Small Business from Data Breaches, will help explain all the ways you can help protect your company from data theft. You'll learn about daily habits that could be exposing you to a breach, how to help protect company and customer data and credit card information, how to train your employees to help prevent breaches, and what to do if a breach happens. Go to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. Okay, we're back with Gene's word of brilliance. My word of brilliance today, Elizabeth, is cat. But we always talk about dogs. Today it's cat. All right. And here's the reason why. You spell cat, C-A-T. A lot of people, yeah, that's how you spell it. Okay, you were it, really, really enlightening all of it's us a, today. It's a relatively easy word to spell. <laughs> I get that, but this conversation has to do with email and emails that are being sent out. Okay. I recently, recently wrote an article um, for the Hartford about emails. Right? What was the title of this article? It was uh, um, we had it in front of us before. Earlier. It was seven email rules yeah. we live by at my small business. Yeah, so this one is of them. Jeans company, the Marks Group. Yeah, one of them is is about the word cat. In other words, we. I have a thing about using correct spelling and the correct grammar when you send out emails. Now, I've got seven rules in this article, but I want to focus on this one. When you're sending emails to clients, to customers, to partners, please, I am begging you, you want to make sure that you have no misspellings in your email. You want to make sure that it is grammatically correct in your email as well. Now, you might say to yourself, oh, I'm a bad speller, you know, or I wasn't an English major. 
In a professional environment, when you have words that are misspelled, you look like dope. You really do. And you're not only step your game up. I mean, come on. You're not only misrepresenting yourself, you're misrepresenting your company. It has an effect on your credibility. You just look pretty dopey when you have a misspelled word. And the same thing with grammar. And usually the grammar mistakes that are made are just where you forget stuff or like you're in a rush to write an email out and and, uh, you forget to put something in there. And then it just just looks rushed and poor and unprofessional. So my advice, my word of the day being cat, when you send out your next email, when you send out all emails before hitting the send button, just take 10 seconds out, read through the email one time and then hit the send button. That way it will make sure that hopefully you're catching any spelling or grammar mistakes. This is a major pet peeve for me and a lot of other people who make their living, you know, with words and writing. But the main thing's to figure out like the ones that always stand out to me that I think this person really does not know what they're talking about are there, there and there. Yeah. That drives me nuts. Your and your. Yep. And this is a big one apart and apart. Oh really? That one I said, wow. Okay. So a lot of people will say, I enjoyed being a part of your meeting. That's two say, words, it's right? two words. Yes. But a lot of people will, will spell it as one. Right. Everybody First has all, their pet peeves. Yeah. It, yeah. It, those three just stick out to me like sore thumbs. Like I can forgive typos because I'm, I'm like a huge typo person. Yeah. But I cannot forgive not knowing the difference between your and your, there, there, and there, and apart. Yeah, I don't know the apart, apart thing, but the uh, the there, 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 the your, your, that is, um, it just drives me a little nuts. And I think even if you, you know the person knows it, but they're being um, sloppy. Well, on those, I, I don't know that. if they know it. Yeah. Yeah, that's also true. Because that's so, if I've ever done that, and usually I'll do that in like text messages, yeah. I was corrected immediately because yeah. I'm so embarrassed that I said there when I meant there. Do you ever see all the news sometimes they'll put, when um, you're watching the local news and they'll put some some banner across it and yeah. there's like a misspelling on yeah. the banner and you're like, oh my God, how did they let that happen? We it have, just comes across as so unprofessional. I have um, a coworker in my on my team at the Hartford who used to do that for ESPN. Mm. And I was like, what a high pressure job. Yeah. Because if you make a spelling mistake. Everybody like, is roasting you. You could end up as a meme on Twitter. With, That's right. With people making fun of you. That's right. Nonstop. So, yeah, watch your spelling. All right. We will talk to you in a couple days when our next episode comes out. Thanks, we look Jean. forward to it. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.